Scott Frost was scared. No. I, did you see any lightning on TV when you were watching the coverage of the game? Because I didn't. You guys have no idea how painful this podcast is going to be with Daniel because he's going to continue to bring up the Zips Listen, weekly. Guys, the Zips were a winner. Oh yeah, I got a lot of thoughts. Okay, give us some of your thoughts. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed, just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs, the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. It is week two of the college football season. It's here. Chances are you're listening to this on a Thursday or a Friday. There are probably games on. Uh, well, I guess there's no Thursday night game college this week. Just it's Friday N- night TCU. NFL NFL starts this week, so college gets booted off the Thursday night. But um, there's football on all weekend. Yep. Um, NFL obviously starts on Sunday, so there'll be plenty to watch. But we're not here to talk about that. I don't. We care are about here it. to talk about the dogs, uh, and and specifically, we're here to make some picks. Uh, we we're here to we're here to make you some money. Uh, let's give a quick recap for the people. No, of we're how good. The locks Daniel. went down. No, this is uh, this is week, week one of picks. We didn't do uh, picks last week. That's false, actually. Yeah. I wish it was true. Um, yeah, that's not that's not accurate. Well, Daniel, I'm really really sad that uh, weather prevented you from either making a record of 1-0 or losing to 0-1 because the lane train got derailed. Your pick got weather delayed in your lock of Nebraska. Uh, and Lane... Uh, my lock of Akron. A- Akron, don't, thank you. Sorry. Don't bring sorry. Nebraska into this. So, sorry, I, I, I apologize for that. Your lock of the Zips, the Mighty Zips. Uh, my lock of Florida Atlantic and the lane train getting massacred and derailed up at Norman is an embarrassment. So uh, my lock is 0-1 so far this year. Daniel is yet to be determined. This will be his first week of locks. Listen, listen, don't don't call it weather delay. Don't act like look, Scott Frost and Nebraska were so scared yeah, of yeah. the Akron Zips that he he generated lightning yeah. in the area, in the Lincoln area, just so he didn't have to go up against the mighty zips offense they would have covered that 26 easily uh-huh. it was uh-huh. a lock people and and i just want to say you could call me 0 for 1 if you want but I if do. you put if you put down your hard earned or you could call me 0 for 0 i guess but if you put down your hard earned money on akron let me just ask you do you have that hard earned money now in your wow. pocket wow. It, you do you do some might call that a win you know what i'm saying we're not if you if you leave in with money in your pocket that's just mo- more money that you can take this week, out, out up to the window. You're 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 just stretching right now. You are grasping. I'm just that's let's just call it what it is. The zips <laughs> would have done it for me. I was mad to see that weather uh-huh. delay. Um, so you're zero and one. I am zero and zero, which kind of prompted a conversation um, mm-hmm. on our end 
first of all, I was thinking to myself, should I give a makeup lock so that we could have a similar record? Should I give two this week since I uh, my game was rained out uh, last week? And then I thought, well, why not give two? Well, why not give three? Keep going. Well, why not? Why not just give as many locks as we feel like we have? Why not? People, we we talked about a lot of games last week. Um, most of what we said was inaccurate. Just full most, disclosure. But yeah. But here's the thing: it's because we weren't signing our name to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's because we weren't willing to lay it all on the line. Yeah. When I said, "Hey, this is an interesting game. You should take a look at it." That's mamby-pamby stuff. Uh, But what we're going to do going forward, as Daniel and I talked, is we're going to give every single thing we do, uh, we're going to give locks as many as we want. So we'll talk about three key games this week. Uh, We'll always talk about Georgia. We'll give you our pick on the over-under on that line. But Daniel and I have opened up and said, you know what? You do you on locks. However many you want to do, go for it. And it really, uh, so, what it comes down to, Clint, I think, is that the people deserve the locks. You they deserve the saying? locks. They just you, you out there, the good people of the podcast, you deserve the locks. We're not it, trying to withhold the locks no, from you. No, we we want to give them away. They it, are they are we're, ours. We're nothing to if be not generous servants. with. Yes, that thank is, you. We are generous people. Are. And again, with all these locks, let it be known. Let it be known all across the land. Uh, Daniel and I, when we give our locks, we're not just talking we're putting our hard-earned dollars down on this as well so when you hear locks just know if you go with us you are dipping your toes into the same water we are jumping into uh, which may that. or may not be a good idea only time will tell only just only, only time, time. Will tell. that's true right so um uh, curious to know what your locks are this week before we get into that a couple matters of business we have a, a another listener question as always we Mm-hmm. value your feedback, your comments, your questions, what you like about the podcast, what we could do differently. Um, we value all of that. Um, and also, if you have a question for us, we would love to hear it. You can message us on Twitter at talking uh, at Dogs Podcast, and we uh, will do our best to answer your question on the podcast. Question this week, Clint, is related to the Austin P game. It's related to I mean, that game just kind of got ugly at the end. We referenced it. We went to the short fourth quarter. Uh, Austin P players were dropping left and right. We were fortunate, I would say, to not come out of that game with a serious injury just because uh, you never know what's going to happen when it gets sloppy out there and people are tired and it's hot. So the question is, in light of all that, um, what do you think about FCS opponents, about these what I'll call ultra cupcakes. Now, you can schedule a cupcake. You can schedule a Louisiana Lafayette, for example, as the Georgia has in the past. And that's a cupcake. But but Austin P is, I think we can agree, a next-level cupcake team. That is an ultra... That's a, not a Division One opponent. It is. They're not in the same caliber. Uh, they're not even the same class as a team like Georgia. So, in light of that, in light of Saturday's game... What are your thoughts moving forward on these types of games, Clint? I think the biggest question is, does it help us in any capacity whatsoever to play Austin P? The answer is it does in a couple regards. Uh, we saw a lot of guys play against Austin P that we would not have seen play otherwise if it was a different game, a different opponent, even a lesser team in a Division One in a Power 5 school, like bottom-of-the-barrel type people like a Colorado State or a Kansas, things like that. It helps in that regard. But 
I don't think we need to see these on the schedule anymore. I think we have enough schools elsewhere in Division One in the bowl championship division that we can go. I referenced Kansas. I'll say it again. We can get Kansas, and I'm seeing James Cook. I'm seeing uh, Adam Anderson. I'm seeing these guys hit the field there, and it doesn't look as bad. Our product, as we say to the to America, hey, we deserve to be in the playoff. The product doesn't look that bad. And if we're going to tout ourselves as a top one, two, three school in the nation, you know what? We better start scheduling accordingly. So I don't want to see these games anymore on the on the schedule. I don't I don't like it. I don't want it. I know we like wins and W's and all that, but we can find other schools that want to come play us uh, to to level out the schedule a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I'm not. I don't have a strong feeling one way or the other about this. Actually, um, I do hear the argument that this game means a lot to a school like Austin P. Uh, that. It means a lot to be able to come both financially and for their players. And so in that regard, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like a football version of charity work in, in that sense. I mean, who exactly else is going to pay, who else is going to pay Austin P $700,000? Uh, that's, that's going to basically finance their athletic department now for the next year. Is this a tax and write-off, so, by the way? Does, what, does UGA get a tax write-off on that donation to Austin P? They should. Yeah. Uh, and so I hear that argument, uh, but from a fan's perspective, of course not. Of course I don't want to see this game. I do want to see a couple of... I, I don't mind a tune-up game. Listen, I'm not... No. I don't mind a, a soft game the week before. I don't mind playing a triple option team the week before we play Georgia Tech. I don't mind... Mm-mm a soft game built into the first week or the uh, middle of the season or whatever. Like, uh, But give me, yeah, give me a Louisiana Lafayette. Sure. Give me, um, you know, give me a Georgia, Georgia State. Give me a Georgia Southern. Uh, Kansas ain't coming to play Georgia because you can't get a, because Kansas would want to do a home and home and we're not going to Kansas. We're not going, so, no. Yeah, no. so you're not going to be able to get it to school like that. Um, but I do think, I do think the the powers that be are seeing this, which is why we're starting to see the next years out the the opener against Oregon to kick off Chick Fil A, the Clemson yeah. talk, those sorts of things. They're seeing this scheduling conflict as well, and they want to have entertaining games that put us on the map to begin and set us up. So even if the the FCS, even if the lower tier schools are still on the schedule, I think you'll start seeing this happen more and more in the years to come, where we schedule higher competition games all right let's talk about a game that's not a cupcake no that is an sec opener an sec east battle daniel uh, i think the best two- thing about this is the the south carolina game i think the best thing is you have finally come over to the the dare i say the up at night side of emotions oh is I, this correct? I just i just threw up minutes before we recorded this podcast just okay. in thinking about the, this game uh, and I'll give you my pick against the spread as we talk, but but I'm not I'm not comfortable in any way, shape, or form going I'm, into this I'm, game. I don't. I'm terrified don't, of my emotions. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't need no. any more. I just I'm ready to get it over with. Uh, so let's talk about South Carolina. Um, what are give me give me a couple of maybe keys 
to the game in your opinion, Clint? What what do you need to see from Georgia in order to see a successful outcome? Uh, I think the only thing I need to see off off the bat right away is I need to see all this talk of not playing soft on defense actually be a reality. I need to see within the first couple of series that we aren't going to get pushed around. If we give a couple big plays, so be it. I'm, I'm okay with that, a crosser, a screen, whatever. But I need to see over the longevity of the game uh, that we're going to stand toe-to-toe and be able to come up with a stop when we need it. Uh, that's going to be important to me to watch is not not just the pass rush not just any of that but can we stop their scheme whatever their scheme is going to be however they're going to attack us I need to see that we can match that Um, I think I'm comfortable with our pass rush with our players with our skill and everything but can we match them on scheme and can our defense stop when it needs to happen that's my first key that I care about Uh, big plays aren't going to scare me but can we can we buck up and stop their scheme Yeah, defensive line of scrimmage, I think, is a big key because, you know, South Carolina fans, and we'll get into this, but South Carolina fans are talking. There's a lot of, there's a lot of confidence coming out of, coming out of Columbia, South Carolina. For a school that's never, again, just to reiterate, has never won anything legitimate ever, ever. For a school like that, they do a lot, awful lot of talking, and this week is no exception. They've been talking about this game forever. But all the talking of South Carolina is about no, – none of it is based around their offensive line and our defensive line. I'm not hearing anything about that, and that is the key to this game. That's the – can our defensive line create some havoc? Because – we have a good enough secondary. Ooh, it makes me nervous even just to say this. But no. we have a good enough secondary to mostly hang with South Carolina on the outside. But like you said, Clint, we might give up a big play. We might give up two big plays, whatever. But like you said, what I cannot have happen is five-yard run, six-yard no. run, three-yard run, seven-yard run, five-yard run. That is the kind of game that I cannot see. I cannot see them come out and and use Debo Samuel as a blocker because they're just running the ball at will. Yeah. I need to see the middle of this defense specifically. I'm looking at you, Jawan Taylor. I'm looking at you, Tyler Clark. I'm looking at you. Uh, uh, let's see. Who else am I looking at? I'm looking Crowder. at... Uh, Crowder, I'm looking at Monty Rice, I'm looking at Hawkins Muckle, I'm looking Mm -hmm. at all these big dudes, Rochester, uh, it's time, okay? It's time to be more physical, it's time to stand up and shove that offensive line back to collapse the pocket on Brown, uh, not Browning, on Bentley and... Mm -hmm. That's how the game's going to be won. We're going to score some points. Yes or no, Clint? We're going to score uh, some points. Absolutely. I'm not worried about that. That side of the ball, I'm not it would concern me if we had a couple of three and outs. I'm actually getting really nervous on a couple of three and outs because we should not have that happen with the skill guys against their D. We're going to score plenty of points to win. That's not going to be the question. I agree. 
I agree. And I said on Monday, my my biggest fear of this game is a shootout. And I think that's still true today. My biggest fear of this game is that in the fourth quarter, it's 49-42. And if in the fourth quarter, it's 49-42, Clint, I have no idea who's who. I have no idea which team has 49. If you tell me the score is 49-42, I legitimately... I'm I'm super nervous that yeah. we're not the team with 49. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a concern. Um, some Georgia fans get Does getting it... up in arms about um, about Debo Samuel, who apparently did you see this? Clint? Debo Samuel has never heard of DeAndre Baker. Uh, I, I have now. Listen, listen, Georgia fans. I just need to say, uh, Debo Samuel apparently has never heard of DeAndre Baker, but let's. Let's be fair. And, you, and as a Georgia fan, you might say, but how could that be? There's been so much coverage of DeAndre Baker. There's been so much written about DeAndre Baker. But let's be fair to the young man, okay? We <laughs> don't even know if Debo Samuel can read. We don't. So so it's maybe it's, it's not fair of us to assume that he would have read Mel Kuyper's big board at this don't, point. In don't his, put that on him. We don't – you do not want to assume – Okay, when it comes to a, a person who goes to the University of South Carolina, you don't want to assume anything. Look, so, this is the university that had a coach that couldn't stand the thought of not being glorified. And oh, so hello. paid paid Dos Aguis said, hey, Dos Aguis, I will pay you if all you do is carry me off the field on your shoulders in a fake celebration don't even don't give me beer. Don't give me anything. Steve Spurrier in Dosagis. That's the university that Debo Samuels decided to go to. And there's hey, there's a reason he's there. I, I saw that Dosagis commercial and I just I almost threw up just right there on my couch. Uh, yeah. W- what a gross, gross, perfectly fitting thing for Steve Spurrier to do. And did uh, anybody doubt that during a game he's getting plastered in the locker room? Did anybody doubt? That was what Steve was doing. It made no. total sense to me after no. the fact that Dosa yeah. has actually been funneling in uh, the whole time he's been a coach. So um, right now, Clint, the line on this game, I, I'm a full disclosure. I've been waiting for this line to go down. Uh, <laughs> I've been gonna, waiting. And you're going to wait a while, Daniel. I thought that this line would move. It opened at like 10 and a half. Yeah. And I thought so much. I thought surely a bunch of South Carolina money is going to come in on this game. I thought the line's going to move, and we did see it get all the way down to I think nine and a half for a half a minute, for uh, half a day. For right now on Wednesday, as we're recording this, it's a ten and a half. It's a Georgia minus ten and a half. So that's where we're picking it because that's what it is today. So Clint, let's cut to the chase. Georgia minus ten and a half. Versus South Carolina at Williams Bryce Stadium, who you like? I got I got to take. I got to take South Carolina covering that ten and a half. Hello. And it, it pains me to say that I don't think they're going to win. I think we're going to come out, but in that stupid stadium with those stupid fans, taking EDM music to a whole new level and just trance all the time. All the time. Take your take your pills elsewhere, people. Don't bring it into the stadium, but they don't care. Uh, when neon glow sticks are more custom than actual 
shirts with your team's school name on them. It's it's embarrassing. Now so again, to be fair, shirts yeah. have never been South Carolina fans' strong suit. Okay, you're, they Daniel, they have you're been kicked right. out of many a Taco Bell yeah. because of many yeah. a Kentucky Fried Chicken has yeah. turned has turned them away because yeah. of their. Their inability to go with shirts, but I hear, but I hear your point. You, you hear what I'm saying. You're taking uh, South Carolina plus I, ten and a half, so you like us to win by a touchdown. I like nine. us to win by a touchdown by not sure. Those those sound reasonable. Those sound great. I I think the double digits spread is that's. I mean, it's a road SEC game. Anytime that's just a rule. Anytime I see a road SEC game by double digits. It raises my eyebrows, and this is no exception. Again, I think we are far more talented, but it's week two. We're not in our groove yet. A whole lot of things happening for us. Uh, Daniel, who you got? All right, here, here, here we go, Georgia fans. Uh, I This is a game where literally nothing would surprise me. It, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we blew them out. I wouldn't be surprised if we won a squeaker. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. Uh, this is a game where almost nothing that happens could surprise me. I just think back to, I just keep thinking back to, I know our, our roster is loaded with talent. I know the recruiting matters. I know that there's a old Georgia mindset that some Georgia fans are trying to reject that it just it doesn't make any sense because they're basing it around one program just Alabama literally yeah. just Alabama is who has done what Georgia fans assume that we are doing and going to do that's it that's the end of the list it's the total list and so i just keep coming back to this time last year we had no idea who this team was we don't know who this team is, Georgia fans. We don't, we don't know who they are. We didn't. Which is we didn't know we had a top three defense last year until well into the season. It was a couple games in, and all of a sudden we're like, "Oh my gosh, we got some guys that can ball out on this D and stops." It was Notre Dame was the big coming out party on a couple of big. Yeah, but stops. even after that, even game, after that, we yeah. still didn't know what we were looking at. Well, and so all that being said, Georgia fans, I just have to go based on what I think we are. Because I don't know what we are, and if you know what we are, then I think you're just lying to yourself or say or you know wishful thinking. Yeah. Uh, and what I think we are is way, way, way better than South Carolina. We're gonna blow them out, Clint. We're gonna give me Georgia minus ten and a half all day long. We're oh, so much people. better than South Carolina. We're so much better than this team that's who i think we are we're deeper we're more talented they have one wide receiver we have two guys faster than him at wide receiver nobody's talking about them we they have one running back uh who's not half the running back that our first string running back is they have nowhere near the caliber of offensive linemen that we have they have nowhere near the depth on defense that we have they lost sky Moore, who led their team in tackles for guess how many consecutive years clint four four that's the maximum number you can play in college they lost their leading tackler from from when steve spurrier was still the coach there 
Okay? That's they are replacing a bunch of guys. They lost their tight end, who was their number one receiver last year when Debo Samuel was hurt. Guess who has to cover the tight end? The middle linebacker, who's our weakest position on the field. It's a big-time advantage in terms of talent for Georgia. It's a big-time advantage in terms of coaching for Georgia. Uh, Give me Jake Fromm on the road 50 times versus Jake Bentley at home once. I'll take Georgia, and I will take them to cover 10.5 easily, easily, Clint. Daniel, you can't even talk. I can't talk, Daniel. I can't. I don't disagree with anything you just said. Like everything you just said, I am shaking my head saying, yes, you're right. Daniel, ten and a half. Get in or get out, Clint. I'm just what I'm saying. Either you agree with me or you don't. I just, I, I agree with your analysis of the team. What I am saying is ten and a half on the road in that stupid stadium week two. I think context and circumstance is important. Oh, Daniel. All right. Daniel, I hope you're right. I, I truly do. I honestly of clearly, you do. Of course I do. Clearly I do. Of course you do. Um and, and I'm gonna be so happy when I'm wrong, but man, I'm not I'm not putting my money on that. I hey also let me say this. I'm not putting my money on South Carolina. Hello, just real quick. Disclaimer, I am not betting for them to cover. I'm just You better not. But no. Uh, I have please. not currently I have not currently Georgia South Carolina is not one of my locks, full disclosure. Okay. And um so while I am confident, again, I'm basing that on what I think we are as a team. And right. and, and right. Georgia fan, if you if you're basing your information off something that you know a hundred percent, then you must have access to something I don't have access to. You, you know people. Daniel, you just went. That was the first time I've seen you go fanboy on me in a while, and and it was glorious. I now just can't. I'm, to- now that I'm coming out of the shock, I can't tolerate some. I can't tolerate this, even the idea that we are on on par with South Carolina. It's no, we're not on par. No, it's an unacceptable no, idea. No. no, we've heard from the people, and we've heard from each other. And just so you guys know. Asher is going to be a main staple of this podcast going forward. So we have Asher's take, and we're going to give you guys the take. He's going to talk to you about Georgia football and what he predicts for this coming Saturday's game against South Carolina. All right, Asher, big game against South Carolina. What do you think is going to happen? I think Radley Ridley is going to do very good. Mostly because he scored our first touchdown versus Austin P, and that he was great versus them. Okay, so and you think big game from Riley Ridley? Mm-hmm. Big game. You think we're not talking enough about Riley Ridley? Well, I'm really disappointed that James Cook is only going to come in at the second half, third, and fourth quarter. You think that's going to be a big, a big factor in the game? Mm-hmm. James Cook is one, is one of our best players. It's true. He is a good player. Who do you think is going to have to step up when he's not in the game in the first half? Oh, Swift is really going to have to, going to, have to charge at some people. Okay. If there's an interception, he's going to have to be, like, mad. Oh. Like, mad. I mean it. I see. So if, if Fromm throws an interception, Swift's going to have to go tackle somebody? Mm-hmm. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Do you think Fromm's going to throw an interception? Uh, 
Um, I'm think um, maybe a third quarterback. Oh, you think so? Not from not Fields, but you think when the third string guy comes in, he might throw an interception? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if the third string quarterback is playing, I think we'll be doing pretty good. What do you think? What about on defense? Any thoughts on the defense? Oh yeah, I got a lot of thoughts. Okay, give us some of your thoughts. I have Tyler Clark. Which last time, boom you down, boom you down, was on the last episode at episode 12. Well, episode 13 was the last episode, but on episode 12, that was the last time I was on it. Yeah, so really that's the last one that matters. Well, I think, I think, um, Tyler Clark is gonna do better on this play. On this game because he is really good with with like college teams. Austin Peay is like a very small team. Yeah, Tyler I'm, Clark does better against college teams. Mhm. Yeah. So literally, Tyler. I think Tyler Clark is going to do way better in this game. I see. Okay. Uh, what do you think the final score is going to be? Give us your prediction. For the game. I'm going 56. Wait, no. I'm going 63 to 43. 63 to 43. Real high-scoring game. You think... But you think... I think it's going to be close. Okay. I Because... Because they say South Carolina is very good. That's what they say. Mostly South Carolina fans say that, but that is what they say. But you think Georgia's going to win? I think Georgia's going to win, 100%. 100% Georgia's going to win. All right, well, that is the analysis from Asher. 63 to 43, Georgia, dogs on top. Uh, let's get into some locks. Please, um, let's do it. Let's give the people what they are listening for. We have this is a couple the part of the national podcast where, where you make money. Right where you make money or we make ourselves look so foolish, which is what happened last week. We're going to try to make up for that, people. We're going to try to bring our record back up. We again, fully, again. again, I did not look foolish. Okay. I had well, a winner. I had stop, a winner. Stop, stop. And it was a stop, lock. Stop. Scott Frost was scared. No. <laughs> I, did you see any lightning on TV when you were watching the coverage of the game? Because I didn't. I think I think the Nebraska uh, faithful just pulled the plug on that thing. Look, here's the deal, Daniel. It's it's FAU made me look foolish enough. You don't you don't got to add to this. <laughs> all right, they made me look stupid enough. Right, With that being the, said, let's give the we have a couple locks. of national. Yeah, let's give them some locks. So two national games of interest. The first one we're going to start with is Clemson going to Texas A and M. And playing Jimbo Fisher and the newly crowned undefeated Aggies at 1-0. Uh, the line for the Clemson-Texas A&M game is 12.5. Daniel, who you got? Uh, I have Texas A&M plus, and I got it at 13. Okay, you got it at 13. Uh, I have Texas A&M plus 13, and it is not a lock. It's not okay, but I but I it's it's close, but it's close. I like it. 
I'm just saying I like it. Clemson, um, Clemson didn't look great against Furman. I know that they rolled, but they should have rolled more. They didn't look perfect against Furman. I didn't see much of it. Obviously, it was Clemson Furman. Who gives a crap? But um, Texas A&M also played a garbage can of a team. Look, I, I like Texas A&M in this game. It's a home game. Kyle Field is a hard place to play. Um, and I think there's a chance Clemson is overrated. I think there's a chance. And so if I'm going to get a home team and 13 points in a game I don't know nothing about, let's just let's just roll with the home team uh, and the 13. But again, because I, because I respect your money too much to willy-nilly throw around locks, I'm not going to lock it up. Uh, this game also for me, I'm taking A&M. It's not a lock for me, and here's why. Because I have seen a school with a new head coach host an opener or host a home game against a good team and come out looking foolish. Willie Taggart, I'm looking at mm. you. You wow. joke of a coach. Willie Taggart. So is there a chance that Jimbo Fisher turns all Willie Taggart on us? Absolutely. 100%. And gets blown out by Clemson. But uh, the points, I, I just got done saying that I'm nervous with a SEC game on the road with double digits. This is a ACC team coming into SEC. I get that. But it's still double digits. It's still a road. And to your point, Clemson, look, they're going to have, I don't know, four of the top first 40 picks in the draft will be a defensive lineman from Clemson. They're they're really good. I get that. Absolutely. Um, but the rest of the team, I I, I got some question marks. I, I, I do. I don't know who this team is. They may be overrated. So A&M, and if you got them at 13, good for you. I did, and I did bet on them, but it's not a lock. Yeah. Uh, other national game of interest uh, is USC on the road at Stanford. I have this line at five and a half. Stanford minus five and a half. Is that Daniel, what you see? Daniel, it's five and a half. I don't know if you know this. It moved from four and a half yesterday to five and a half today. Mm. It, Did I didn't know that? know that. I didn't know that. Uh, and because of that and a couple other things, Daniel, I am making this one of my locks, and I'm locking in USC on the road against Stanford five and a half. Nail Plus it down. five and a half. That is that is a beautiful pick because it is also one of my locks. There you go. Uh, Southern California, the only USC that plays college athletics, uh, getting five and a half points. I think they're a better team than Stanford. Hands down. Uh, and I think that they will show it in this game. I think. I I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if USC won by a touchdown or more. But if you're going to give me five and a half points, I'm going to take the Trojans. You, It's well documented that I'm high on the Trojans this year. So yeah. I'm going to keep riding that until they give me a reason not to. So we are in agreement, and that is our first lock. Um, give me give me your next lock, Clint. What, what have you got? My next lock is the man that you went against last week. Give me Nebraska four and a half points. They are giving to Colorado uh, this is their first game. They're going to treat this. They are pent up. They got a home again. It's Frost. He wants to make a statement. It's Colorado, which is a bigger team, so I think they're going to get more excited. Four and a half points. I, I think they easily win by a touchdown. 
lock Nebraska up at four and a half, minus four and a half. Wow. Uh, Clint, you have no idea how close I was to locking Colorado no. in this game. I, no. I, I'm not doing it, but uh, I think Colorado is a better team than people think. They I think good. Colorado is a good team. And everything I said last week about the Nebraska hype train is still true. This, If they had gone out and only beaten Akron by 21 points, which is what would have happened, if they had done that, this line would not be for. I still think Nebraska is getting inflated because of the Scott Frost hype train. And you so, guys have no idea how painful this podcast is going to be with Daniel because he's going to continue to bring up the zips listen, weekly. Guys, the zips and, were and a winner. I, <laughs> the zips I, were a winner. Let's not let's not discuss it. All right, All right, you're taking Scott Frost. You are taking the black four and a half shirts. is no is no amount of points that can be that, that's so easy to overcome for them. I think they hang forty on Colorado. Wow, with that roster, just just Scott Frost is going to go out there himself and block somebody. Tell me he right. won't. Okay, um, that's illegal. It's a penalty if he does. <laughs> so I'll take it. Um, uh, Clint, my first lock of the week is give me Army minus nine uh, against Liberty. Liberty, people. Okay. Scott Van Pelt gives out Liberty as uh, one of his picks last week. And they go out and they they hang 97 points on whatever school it was that they were playing. And now all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden, Liberty is only getting nine points going to Army. Liberty, Daniel, give they me, were they were nine and a half, and that line has come down uh, give before, as me, it opened. Give me Army minus nine. This is as stone cold solid of a lock as I could possibly feel. Army is going to the Army runs the off on type of offense where. If they have better athletes than you, you can't stop. You're you're done. Okay. If they can beat you even with worse athletes, they do that regularly. Oh, okay. That's their whole game plan. That's literally Army and Navy's entire game plan. But you take arm an Army team that has superior athletes to another team. They're not. Which, going if you're to telling me Liberty has better athletes, you're you're fooling yourself. They're not going to be able to help but score points in this game. Give me Army minus nine. Lock it up. Daniel, my second lock as well is Army minus nine. Great lock. I concur. Uh, third lock I'll give you. And man, people. Gosh, there's too much unity on this podcast. Too, too much, yeah, we need to, we is... need to break it up. So, so let me go with my, my lock. And this may be a revenge lock. This may be a I'm on tilt lock. I don't care. But Lane Kiffin, screw you. Give me Air Force <laughs> plus nine and a half. I can't stand you in your stupid school. You embarrassed me. You embarrassed all of us. You embarrassed football. Okay, Lane? Your players don't want to play for you. They never did. You're just the lesser of all evils. Give me nine and a half for Air Force. And to your point, Daniel, uh, Air Force plays the type of offense and the type of game that they say, we just want to get into a telephone booth and fight you to death. FAU didn't look good on offense. They had a couple. They their opening drive uh, looked good, but they are undisciplined. Uh, uh, you want to tell me Air Force is undisciplined because I could tell you they are disciplined. 
uh, and nine and a half points. It seems like to me, just time of possession wise, I'll be fine with that. Give me Air Force as my lock number three. You're absolutely on tilt right now. Lane Kiffin is in your head. Lane Kiffin has set up a residence inside your brain, and he is not moving out anytime soon. This is going to be fantastic to watch. I, I knew Lane Kiffin. I, lo- I knew Lane Kiffin. He, you know what? He should be on the CDC's like list of most infectious diseases that is running up because you're right. He is he is a fungus that gets under your toenail and then doesn't leave. And I no, you can't get I, rid of him. You can't get rid of him. You're now betting on Air Force because of Lane Kiffin. You understand that? You I, just you just gave I, points with Air Force because of Lane Kiffin. <laughs> uh, look, my second lock, speaking of giving points uh, with a team that you would never normally give points with, my second lock is Central Michigan, who is hosting Kansas in a game. Uh, I got Central Michigan at minus four. The game is currently at minus five, but if you can find it lower than minus five, but even at minus five, give me the Chippewas. Chippewas are going to fight, man. Against Kansas. Kansas comes to Central Michigan. Kansas, look, I don't have any deep dives on Central Michigan. I gave you a bunch on Akron's offense last week. I don't have any deep dives on Central Michigan. Here's what I have in this game. Kansas is worse than every team in the FBS. They're the worst team in the FBS. So they are they are only giving five to Central Michigan. Or they're only taking five from Central Michigan. Yeah. Give me the Chippewas all day, every day. Lock it up. Daniel, far too much unity. We need to disagree a lot because a lock I have. Central Michigan is my next lock. I completely concur. But listen, the for the people, for the people, this is just these are these are should be solidifying your feelings about these games. You now have two of the most average minds uh, in yes. football concurring yes. about multiple games this weekend. Uh, where else are you going? You got any more locks on the sheet? I got two more locks, Daniel. Uh, give me Cincy against Miami of Ohio. Hello, they're, they're getting a point. I'm just. I haven't even seen this game. You, yeah. Cincinnati is getting a point against Miami so I, of Ohio. That's so, so what I saw today. I'm so confused. What is what is life anymore? No, nah, you don't. You don't know. Uh, do you tell? Are you going to tell me that that coach team? Did you see them play last week? Did you maybe catch a couple of the tail end highlights or anything like that? Uh, no, they were I did playing. Not. Okay, well, let me just tell you, they were playing some pretty motivated football. They were doing well. They're getting coached up. It's a couple years in the system for Fickle and and, and the guys over there. Uh, and Miami of Ohio, you don't know anything about them besides they have a red falcon as a mascot. That's the only thing you know about Miami of Ohio. Uh, and at one point they had a quarterback who may have been good that played there who got drafted. That's all you know. Uh, other than that, you don't know anything about this new team. I'm getting a point. Give me Cincy as my next lock. Wow. All right. Well, just I like it. I like it. I'm not locking it up, but I like it. Uh, for my next lock, I am going to an overreaction special. I love me some overreaction theater. And Please. let me tell you this. When Michigan State travels to Arizona State mm-hmm. and they are only a six-point favorite, that mm-hmm. is as big of an overreaction. I know, look, Georgia fans, you probably 
have loved talking about how much the Big Ten is terrible this week, and it has been fun. It has been very fun to talk about how the Big Ten East is the strongest division in the history of divisions in football, according to everyone in the world. And everyone. Uh, Michigan State looked like garbage. Penn State looked like garbage. Michigan is garbage. Uh, but but listen, Michigan State is so much better than Arizona State. It's not even funny. The the, the fact that they're only... Do I worry about a Mike, Dan, Mike D'Antoni team on the road? No, I do not. Do I worry about a Herm Edwards team anywhere? Yes, I do. Michigan State is going to win this game by a touchdown at least, which means Michigan State minus six is a lock. Daniel, it's great. Uh, Dan, do, are, you, are you locking I, I, it up to do you have it? No, no. No, I don't have okay. it. Uh, I looked at it. I wanted to. Uh, I decided against it because I saw another line that intrigued me the same way. A well-coached team uh, had a good showing week one. Uh, and I know Michigan State did not have the best showing. And Herm Edwards, please just stop. Uh, I got Northwestern mm-hmm. given three to Duke. Give mm-hmm. me Northwestern. Give it wow. through to Duke. Uh, Duke is not in the same class, uh, coaching wise, uh, talent pool wise. Uh, those journalist majors over at Northwestern uh, have researched you to death, Duke, uh, and how bad you are at football. Uh, my lock is Northwest Northwestern. Uh, given three to Duke. Yeah, see that Duke team scares me a little bit. I think I I looked at this game and I wanted it. Um, but I, but Duke, Duke is just scary to me. And I know, because nah. I, I totally agree with you. Northwestern looked very good in that game. They did. But, yeah, Who was that cat was, running the ball? I forget who that, that running back was, uh, for Northwestern. That stuck it was his, so long ago. I've watched so much football since then. It's, <laughs> he was it's putting really his head down. He remember. was, yeah, that's true. Sensory overload. Um, uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm going only high profile games. Um, on my locks, and so give me Southern Miss minus five against UL Monroe. This is my listen, people. Sometimes, sometimes when you want to cash the checks, you need to go. You need to go away from the Clemson, Texas A and M's of the world. You need you to do. go away from Georgia, South Carolina, and you need to go down to Mississippi, and you need to understand that Louisiana Monroe. Is rolling into town against a team that that is just better at every position than them in Southern Miss, and Southern Miss is only catching five or is only given five at home. This is this this line should be ten, but it's five. I would take them maybe at ten. <laughs> That's how I feel about this game. Give me Southern Miss minus five against UL Monroe. That's a lock. It's an absolute stone cold lock. Uh, Clint, Clint, you got any more? You got any more for the people? Look, look. Sometimes you got to know, you got to know where to go to find the money. Okay. Hey, you look. Gotta, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I, if the money gonna... is out there in Mississippi, I'm gonna go to Mississippi to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna go where the money is. Sometimes the money might be out in California, a nice sunny beach location. That's fine. I'll go out there. But sometimes the might be just in Redneckville, Mississippi, and I'm going to have to go there. I'm going to have to go there. I'm going to have to stay in a really junky hotel. But when I'm there, I'm going to I'm gonna get the money. Okay? That's where I'm going to have to go. 
you got any more locks for the people? Those are, my locks are done. You got any more? I got one. I got one more. I can't stop. You I can't, can't stop. Oh, hold on. Well, if you're not, well, let me just pull. Them no, 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 you don't. Right, don't you, feel any pressure. I'm just saying these are going to be graded. We're going to go based on win percentage, obviously. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, I'm done. Daniel, I want to hear your lock. What's your last lock? Uh, give me Appalachian State minus fourteen. This at line is Charlotte. stupid. This line is stupid. Uh, it's it, yes. Why is Appalachian State only giving fourteen to Charlotte? To Charlotte, Appalachian State is not a fluke. They are no. look. They are a good team. I get the whole like it was a long time since they beat Michigan. Blah blah blah, and they did not give Georgia a scare last year. But guess what? Georgia was really freaking good last year. I don't know if you noticed. I'm not sure if you watched any Georgia football last year, but we were really good. And Appalachian State went on to have a good season after yeah. we handled them easily. Uh, it's not a joke that Appalachian State went up to Happy Valley and almost should have won that game. That's not should a joke. Should have. Oh, so, man, should have. Let me tell you, do you think they're more motivated to go out and play after a loss like that or less motivated? Because yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say that they're more motivated to 100%. go out and say, listen, guys, we can play with anybody in the country we're now getting tuned up for our conference schedule where we're going to try to go undefeated. Uh, we're going to try to win the rest of the games on our schedule. It's To go into Charlotte, I get that it's a road game and road dogs are tough to bet on, but Appalachian State is so much better than Charlotte. Give me Appalachian State minus 14. That's an absolute luck. That, that's a stupid line. I, I don't know who's who's making that line, but they have not watched Appalachian State. Truth be told, they haven't watched Charlotte play football. Let's just give them credit where credit's due. They have no To clue. be fair, nobody's watched Charlotte no, play Yeah, football. that's what I mean. Yeah, Not has. even the good people of Charlotte have nope. seen Charlotte play football. No. Um, didn't have a – Clint, do you have a take on Kentucky, Florida? Kentucky is catching 14 at Florida. Do you have a take? Uh, my, my only take is, I, I don't know. I, I still am in disbelief that so many people are on Florida this year. I have no idea I'm what one of they're them. watching. Uh, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I've, I've said multiple times. I think Florida is going to have a good year this year. I, I, I think. Whatever. I don't, I think Florida I don't might understand be, you I people. think they might be nine to three this year. I yeah, really I, do. I think. Okay. Uh, Felipe Franks, Daniel. Felipe but, Franks. But look, give me Kentucky minus fourteen or plus fourteen, though. All in day this long. Game. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a lock because it's not. But give me Kentucky plus fourteen. I know it's on the road. Didn't they? Can, didn't they hang up something like thirty-five or forty points last week? Didn't Kentucky or was that Memphis that I'm thinking of? One of those uh, two teams. I don't know how Kentucky did last week. Okay, I know they. Really I know they won, but yeah. you might be thinking of Vandy beat Middle Tennessee thirty-five to seven. No. But I don't know. I don't know what Kentucky. I know they won, and they were playing. Uh, who are they playing? Sort of a middle middle tier nobody oh, team. Central who Michigan. Central Michigan. The Chippewas. Yeah. Chippewas. Uh, middle tier nobody team. Like I said. Uh, yeah. I don't know Kentucky. I mean Benny Snell's a player. He's you know, like he he's play. a he's a player. So. If nothing else, keep it close. Control the ball a little bit. If they can run the ball, they can keep it within two touchdowns. You're good. Kentucky plus 14. 
All right. Well, as always, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you subscribing, giving us a rating, giving us a review. Again, we apologize for our, our recent audio issues that we've been having. Uh, we hopefully have all of those fixed, um, as we have often stated but cannot emphasize enough. We are not smart or no. technically savvy. or capable of many things. Daniel and I are analog men living in a digital world, so don't mistake that for anything other than exactly what it is. That's probably the kindest thing that you could say about us. So uh, hopefully we have those issues resolved. We appreciate you sticking with us. We appreciate you along for the ride um, every week as we talk about the dog. So you can subscribe to the podcast. You can give us a rating. You can give us a review. You can share us with a friend. All of those things are things that we greatly appreciate. We have grown uh, an insane amount since we started the show in just the first few weeks. Uh, and right. we, are, we are really grateful to all of you guys who are listening. So uh, send us a question. Leave us some feedback. Leave us a comment. Give us a rating, review, subscribe, share. All those things are greatly appreciated, and we will be back on Monday to break down the blowout when UGA destroys South Carolina. You heard it here first. Clint is sleeping on the dogs. Easy. easy. Oh, that wasn't that. Hey, <laughs> that that was a he thought he was going to get that shot in and then end the podcast. Mm, no, did. sir. I thought no, I was sir. Fade you, to black right there. No, you were not going to fade to black right there. You're gonna, you're gonna take that and you're gonna shove it. I'm not <laughs> sleeping on the dogs. I am nervous. That is what I am. All right. Well, enjoy watching the game this weekend. For those of you who are going to make the trip up to Williams Bryce Stadium, I highly recommend earplugs and possibly a hard sedative for all of the all of the sandstorm that you're going to hear. Uh, but hopefully, after about the first quarter. There won't be much sandstorm to be played. Hopefully, it'll go real quiet, real quick in that stadium. For the rest of you who will be watching on your couch, enjoy the game. uh, And we will talk to you guys on Monday.